I'm Kate Conroy. And I'm Vinny Civitello. And this is Other People's Business, which is the podcast from the New Jersey Business and Industry Association, which is the largest business association in the country. Oh, I like that. Let's clap. I like it. For more info on us, visit njbia.org. We release a new episode every other Friday, so be on the lookout, except we just recently made the executive decision. We're going to switch things up a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. Instead of Fridays, we're going to switch to Wednesday. Yeah, we got moved. We got moved. By ourselves. I mean, right. Whatever, right. It's not like the network is like yeah, shuffling network, around the yeah. calendar or whatever. We lost our awesome Friday time <laughs> slot. You know, TGI Friday. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, shout out to What did we Jersey. land on? Was it Tuesday, Wednesday? Wednesday, I think. Wednesday. Yeah. All right, be on the lookout for Wednesdays. Now, if you're like, what, Wednesdays, and you want to listen on Fridays, by all means, we're not going to stop it. you. Go ahead you and listen to the show that. on Friday. Exactly. Yeah. Shout out to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance. They provide home, auto, and workers' comp insurance, and they are the official sponsor of the show, so check them out if you need some insurance. And I'm going to shout out John Hardiman again, because oh, yeah? why not? Sure. He's great. Yeah. All right. For those that didn't listen to the last That's episode, right. he's at NJM. He's at NJM, and he is um, relatively important there. Yeah. And so I got an email from him a couple weeks ago, a couple months now, probably, where he was like, hey, I, I'm a listener. Great job. I like it. And you oh. and I were like, wait, what? <laughs> it was great. I'm sure he's, like, really embarrassed now. He's, like, never going to write to you again. <laughs> to be like, yeah. I know, right? But, no, it's all good. He's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, and it'd be really funny if, like, next week we totally go back to Friday. We're just like, nah, forget Wednesday, you know, but... That would be funny. Yeah. But no. I no. Think you think we're going to stick with Wednesday? It's... I think so. All right. Let's see what happens. Okay. Yeah. So a couple of housekeeping matters <laughs> before we get started. Um, this podcast can be listened to anywhere where you can download a podcast. Uh, iTunes, Google Play. Um, we're on the Amazon's tune-in service, so all of your Echo devices can pick us up. Um, if you're on, if you're listening to this on a network that allows for ratings and reviews, we totally appreciate the five star review. It helps us get discovered by more awesome listeners just like you. If you love us, you know, please that five stars. If you hate us, then you know, just maybe just don't write one. Don't at all. listen at all. Yeah, or don't listen. Yeah, just there's go away. a lot of podcasts. There's out there, a lot of podcasts. A lot. Just go away. <laughs> I could recommend a few. You recommended a couple on that episode with Laura Lanks. So go back and listen to episode four. Or yeah, five. Things Malcolm never Gladwell. to do at work. Go back, yeah. listen to that one. It's Kate's good, recommendations for podcasts are in there. It's a good one. It's a good yeah. episode in, in general. But Absolutely. Yeah, it's a doozy of an episode. <laughs> yeah. That's the episode where we had to change our rating. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, we were, we're no PG-13, yeah. or we were PG, and then we had to change oh it to PG-13. Yeah. It's a good it's, one. It's all for the best. Right. Because, you know, we're all adults listening to this. Exactly. I mean, like, if you're a kid, I don't know that you're listening to a business podcast. Doubtful. You know, if you are, then... Wow, God bless you. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Kudos. So, Getting ready. Mazel. All right, so with us today is Fred Brody of Brody Business Development. So, Fred, say hi. Let the audience hear your voice. Hello, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well. All right, excellent. So today's icebreaker is New Jersey is kind of famous for our diners. What is your go-to diner breakfast order? Uh, that would be the Western Omelette with uh, potatoes well done. Yes. And uh, rye toast, sometimes with butter, sometimes dry. I've never understood dry rye. People order it like that. They're like, yeah, I'll have the this and the that and then dry rye. And it I'm has like, more, more flavor. The, the butter kind of gets gooey. Oh, is that it gets, it, it gets in your mustache. <laughs> not, your, not your mustache. You noticed it's time to wax. Wow. <laughs> Kate's going to be super self-conscious for the rest of the episode. <laughs> i got to go home and bleach tonight. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Okay, okay. What's yours? I don't know that I have a go-to. Like, um, go-to breakfast order in general would be like a bacon, egg, and cheese 
on like a croissant kind of a thing, but you don't do that at a diner. Yeah, that's like Dunkin' Donuts yeah. drives or something. Why exactly. Would you... Yeah, like I, I'm not big on diners. I don't know. Like it's weird coming from New Jersey because I think we're known for that. That's like exactly said. what yeah. we're known for. So I mean, I don't know. I guess I really like toast. You know, like toast with butter. That's so simple, and I never make it at home. So if I'm out somewhere and I see on the menu that for like $2, I can add toast to my thing, yeah. I'm like, $2. absolutely. I will say that I think toast is the best smell in the world. Oh, like yeah. when somebody makes toast here at work, oh, yeah. the smell of, oh, yeah. it just permeates the whole floor, and I'm like, oh my God, it, it just smells so good. Mm. Like home, I guess, or I don't know, like some childhood, I don't know what it is, but it just smells so good. <laughs> it's I, probably it's the closest thing to like homemade baking bread that I that I can get. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's what it is, right? Well, it's already been baked though. But, I guess. But yeah, I mean, you don't know how right. the diners doing it if they're good enough. I mean, we got to be known for our diners for some reason. Yeah, so. that's true. Huh. All right. How about you? Oh no, you already answered. Yeah, he I'm did. sorry. Yeah, that's okay. That's I'll my just, fault. I'll just. You no, know what it is? Like I've got okay. No. So oh. sometime yeah. in between the last time we recorded and now, my headphones broke. Yeah. And I've got these new headphones on that have like completely boxed in just like my whole head, and it feels like if somebody were to take their hands and just put them really hard over your ears, and you just couldn't hear anything but maybe like an echoey. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing right now. So I'm gonna take these off. We're gonna play this dangerously because wow. I cannot concentrate on anything. With you these were on. really rocking that Princess Leia look too, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you can't see, they're giant. Yeah, I got these at five below to replace them. I mean, I'm not even gonna charge NJBIA. Like, we're not gonna put in. For you're the not way. expensing no, that. No, I'm not expensing it. Like, it's so five dollars, you know, and like whatever. But That's right. Your dues are gonna go up next. Yeah, time. exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get a better set later. But uh, all right. So I guess this is the point where I say, Fred. Tell us what you do. Okay. Well, I'd like to figure that out myself. No. Uh, so <laughs> the, it, my, my, my business name is Brody Business Development, and that's exactly what I do. So I offer clients uh, business development services uh, through government affairs and strategic marketing. Okay. So I develop business not only for my clients, but I develop business for myself. And... Uh, BIA has been a great uh, a great way to promote my business and network my business and meet people, meet with the legislators and everything. Because uh, I offer my clients service uh, on the public uh, sector and and private sector, sure. and you know, kind of make that marriage. How long cool. have you been doing that? Oh wow, I've been doing this uh, about twenty years. Wow. And uh, yeah, yeah, time goes by when you're having fun. I've been hmm. a member of BIA since 1985, I think. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's I'm an incredible. old man. I'm an old man. <laughs> you know, you're, you're going, We wow. all feel that way these yeah. days. You know? <laughs> but yeah, so, so I came out of the, the trucking industry and built some, uh, some contacts uh, through that business. Uh, I, after graduating college, I got involved in, in what they called organized trucking, which was trucking prior to deregulation. Uh, they partially deregulated trucking in 1980, and that allowed for intermediaries to, uh, to enter the market, and that's what I did. I was a freight broker, and I built my business and then merged it in with another uh, company and uh, uh, owned trucks, built a, a, a terminal on a Brownfields piece of property in, New, in, in Newark, which at the time that was like one of the the big things to uh, to to remediate and mm -hmm. and and redevelop uh, Brownfield's property, especially yeah. in Newark, and then um, decided after my partnership ended uh, with that, I decided to go into into my own business and keep my name and reputation, and you know, 
I'm happy to say that I'm uh, doing okay. Still going strong. That's awesome. Still going strong. Yeah, that's really cool. And having fun. Having fun. <laughs> that was that was my father's thing. If I may digress, that yeah. was his thing. Even in college, when when I would call uh, from college, uh, you would have to use the payphone back in those days. I graduated in '72. Uh, undergraduate school and, and 71 undergraduate, 72 graduate school. And um, I would call and talk to my mother and uh, my father would say, well, yeah, let me let me talk to Fred. And I would get on, hey, dad, how you doing? He says, are you having a good time? That's awesome. And I'd say, yeah. He goes, all right, that's all I want to know. Talk to mom. <laughs> that's <laughs> really supportive. Yeah. I was going to say, you're getting out a lot. Um, we recently did a thing for, I think it was Awards for Excellence, where I filmed, yeah. um, you know, like an interview with Fred. And just to get some B-roll, I ghosted Fred for like a day. And I'm not even going to say a day. It was like a morning. <laughs> and I traveled like most of the state just following him around in that one morning. Wow. We went to like an ELC, and then you went to another ELC. And then like there was a, um, what was that, like the meeting that you had between one of your clients. and Yeah, that, yeah. that was at the Camden County Improvement yeah. Authority. I put some miles on the car that day, and that was one morning following Fred around with my camera. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah that was uh, quite an honor. I got that Member of the Year award. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was great. He did a great job on the uh, on the taping. Huh. You know, if you're watching this on YouTube, maybe I'll do one of those things where like the pop up link comes click up and it's like you can click here to watch that. Yeah. Maybe do that at the end though, so they don't navigate away. Sure. From the yeah. <laughs> Towards the end of the episode, there will be a thing like go check out Fred's exactly. uh, video from AFB. Yeah. That's really cool. But so I I want to like backtrack just a little bit. So yep. your dad was like. Are you having a good time? Yep. Didn't ask you about grades. No. Was he footing the bill for college, or was that you? Yeah, no, they were. They were. They were paying for it, and he was like, "Are you having a good time? Not, a good are you time. making it to class? That's what college is no. for, right? Right, <laughs> right. That was his. That's well, really... my, you know, my father was a musician, so he had kind of a different slant on things. And I actually uh, grew up in that in, in that uh, in that business uh, myself. Uh, uh, my mother had told me that when I was just like a little kid like in a high in a high chair my father would hold uh, my utensils like drumsticks so I, I never knew when I when I didn't play drums and so we grew up in that uh, in our in our family and uh, <clears throat> excuse me so my father did a lot of like weddings and dinner dances and shows and bar mitzvahs and stuff so my brother Mark and I both played drums and uh, so we would we would you know be in one of the bands, uh, you know, especially when I was home from college. I even brought my traps up to college. Uh, my professor in graduate school knew that I had played drums, and this was up in Springfield, Massachusetts. And um, uh, he, this friend of his, who, who was a pharmacist, had a drugstore. Well, pharmacist, drugstore, yeah. I guess. That. Thank you. And uh, but but part time, he would do. Hey, you could be a pharmacist that doesn't own your own drugstore. <laughs> right. Like you could work at the local CVS. That's right. You know, That's or true. maybe like your drugstore went out of business when like some bigger drugstore came into town. Chain yeah. came along. Yeah, exactly. Like, and yeah. you're still a pharmacist That's at heart. Right. You know? That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. So you work. Yeah. With thanks the... for thanks for supporting me on that yeah, one. Of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so I brought uh, the drums up to uh, school in Springfield, and I would do dinner dates, club dates. Uh, uh, with his band because his drummer uh, left the band and they would introduce me as you know a New York drummer <laughs> even though I was a New Jersey Jersey drummer. right but same, sure. same thing but yeah so I grew up in that but and then um, when you say you grew up and you don't remember a time where you weren't drumming how early right. would you say you started well again I mean like I said you know in, in, in a high, high chair, chair but wow. but yeah I mean I uh, I was playing uh, for uh, you know in my father's bands before I even drove they would have mm. to drive me Wow. I don't know, my parents. So do you before. still play? 
I really haven't in a long time. My son keeps saying, come on, Pop, you know, you got to get back on the drums and all. And uh, and I say, yeah, 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 but it takes, uh, you know, I'd have to start practicing again a little mm. bit. It's kind of like riding a bike. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I haven't played in a long time. It's also got to be really athletic. Like, it takes a certain amount of mm. physical strength to, like, maintain that kind of sure. yeah. activity. Yeah, for rhythm, yep. Yeah. I don't know how long... Concert endurance, yeah, the endurance, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, we were talking recently about how, like, um, my former next door neighbor. You know, we moved, not entirely, not because of this, but like they got their three year old a drum set. And I mean, I know <laughs> now. I'm not talking about like one of those little like Fisher Price things. I'm talking yeah. about a drum set, like wow. cymbals, everything. It's heinous, so no it's heinous right? Heinous. Like, it's a yeah, terrible thing to do. It's to your a neighbors. terrible thing to do. <laughs> like, and it was. Um, we used to live in the the townhouse, and this was why we no longer would do that. Um, so we shared one of those walls, and you could totally hear this kid on the other side. Like, no three-year-old is good at the drums. Right. I mean, like yeah. Mozart, you no know, rhythm, like no, composed his yeah. first symphony, symphony at three. But, he but was this kid was not Mozart, you know. Yeah. Well, and well, we don't know. I mean, like, in order to compose a symphony, don't you have to like know every instrument? No. No. You can do a symphony just purely on piano? I think you can. I thought a symphony was like the whole orchestra. Like you needed to write something for the clarinets and the flutes. I don't think a three-year-old is strong enough to like hold a cello and to play it. That's what I thought, but apparently Mozart was <laughs> awesome. I don't know what to tell you. I'll have to ask my right. friend. Maybe it was just like in theory, like I've never used a cello, but I know what it would sound like and I know the notes, so I'm going to write in a part for that. You know, maybe it was like that. If I had to guess, I would guess that at three years old, his family had exposed him to what an orchestra sounds like, and so he was able to compose based on the ear, based mm. on his ear. But mm. I honestly have no idea. You know, speaking of like composing by the ear, I'm actually really proud of this. We got my daughter like one of those little like pianos that you put on the floor, and like just from my ear, I was able to do Mary Had a Little Lamb. Like, it only took me, like, a half an hour to figure was, it out. And you're proud of that? I'm very proud of that. Was she, was she impressed? I, I'd like to say that she was, you know? She listened for a whole, like, ten seconds out of the half an hour that it took me to uh, figure it out. But, yeah. That's... So, who knows? Maybe, you know? Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Look, I've never been, like, that musically inclined. Like, just me the neither. fact that I was able to figure that out, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. That's I also fair. got Frere Jaca. Didn't take me nearly as long. Wow. Yeah, that's a much simpler one. I want to high five you, but I would just be doing it sarcastically. It's okay. <laughs> I'd still take your pity <laughs> high five. All right, I think on that note, sure. we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to play Awful or Awesome. Okay. All right. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> We're going to play Awful or Awesome now. I'm going to name three things. No, this is ridiculous. I'm taking this off. Wow. I'm sorry. Okay. No, if, if yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Awesome. That didn't yeah. take any time at all. I know. It was, it was terrible. They were, they were awful or awesome? Those were awful. They're Those awful. are objectively awful. Um, They're gonna, these, ha these headphones are going to have to be replaced. Five below. You know, five below, usually pretty awesome. I'm not going to put them down. Like, no. hey, but... For professional audio <laughs> mixing, <laughs> maybe not the best route for me to have gone. That's terrible. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm gonna name three things, and we each have to decide quickly if they're awful or awesome, and be prepared to defend your answers. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. First, family-owned businesses. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. I awesome. I, I'm not. You're neutral? I don't, yeah, I'm kind of neutral. I don't have, like, a whole lot of experience. I, I don't have a family-owned business. You know, I my family never had a family-owned business. So. I should have done a little research, but and I meant to, and I forgot. But I want to say that there is a huge number, like a huge percentage of businesses in the country are 
family owned. Hmm. Like family owned businesses, I mean, small businesses are really the engine that, that runs our economy. Sure. And so many of those small businesses are family businesses right. because when you think about a small business, it's unlikely that it's going to be a corporation. It's usually right. going to be owned by a guy who has a family hmm. or a woman who has a family. Okay. Sure. Say, right. Right. Huh? Or a guy and a woman who or have a family. Or a guy and a woman, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, I mean, yeah. I, I really wanted to own my own business because, again, growing up uh, in, in, in my home, where we lived in, in Elizabeth, my father operated the music business out of the house, and I used to listen to him talking on the phone, and I kind of learned a lot about that. And then, again, graduating college, trying to uh, find uh, different uh, jobs and mm -hmm. a career path, if you will, I wound up working for around five different trucking companies in a four-year period. Wow. And when I lost my last job, I called my father. I said, Dad, I just lost that job. He paused because he was my, my best friend, and I always went to him for advice every day. Uh, I called Dad. I lost uh, that job. He paused. He said, Fred, you obviously can't work for anyone. You got to start your own business. <laughs> wow! Wow! And I did that. So with my name again, my name and reputation, I plugged the phone into the wall because we didn't have cell phones, yeah. and uh, started to broker freight, you know, uh, uh, like that. So, uh, and I, I love the uh, the whole idea of of having my own business. I operate a business out of my own home, and um, but the thing is, like, you never really leave it. Mm -hmm. So even on the weekends, I'm saying, oh, gee, I got to. Uh, get to my desk and get something done and and uh so yeah so yeah th th there's good and bad but I, I like i like you know controlling yeah that. it never turns off right no but that's okay that's why i have all my notes next to my bed <laughs> and that njbia line pad they I'm are telling you nothing but the best for you my friend <laughs> do you get that one of our events or something i every event every nice. event so <laughs> you can imagine after from 1985 <laughs> you know, i'm sure if you just asked us like you know i could use like 10 of these we'd give it to you you don't have to be like all right i'm sneaking another one at this event not that we don't mind you being at the events you can yeah. totally come to the events yeah. you go around to the different tables you look for the free swag i guess bia has some good ones i don't know yep. yeah i guess for me like the way i think about it all right so on the one hand it seems pretty cool if you were to like grow up and have like a family-owned business to just know you know have that confidence to know like this is what i'm gonna do like i don't have to worry about like am i gonna find a job like you know like you know on the other hand like there's sort of that like line of thought that's like am i doing this because my great great grandfather did this yeah. and you know like what if i want to do something else what if i have a passion for something else so i guess yeah. that's where i'm like neutral on it the concept of a family small owned business is awesome i'm not gonna totally say anything about that but yeah i come from a family uh business my they do they, my dad and his sister owned a ceramic supply company so mm -hmm. if you were to go to like a paint your place Oh, kind of yeah. place in the mall they would have supplied the the slip and the paint and the brushes and the molds and the kilns and like all everything wow. that that goes into making like a ceramic mug when you say did it's not going on they anymore? retired uh, okay. they retired but i started I was gonna working. say we would put up like the the promotion on the <laughs> screen <laughs> it was called minnesota ceramic supply okay yeah and um okay. were you in minnesota yeah gotcha. that's where i grew up actually good idea yeah ah, right yeah mcs right. minnesota and so i started working there when i was 13 14 years old and, you know, I don't know if you've ever met a 13, 14 year old girl, but. I've met a few. There are some mood swings, you know. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch that one with a 10 foot pole. I'm gonna working, take your word for it. But yeah. Working for your dad is not always a great idea. And my dad was um, pretty cut and dry when he, he had very, 
very specific ideas about how to do business and what's the right way to do stuff and what's the wrong way to do stuff and what happens when you make a mistake and, you know, um, yeah, I, mm. I didn't love it. But mm. in retrospect, you know, it was great training. I have a really, really good work ethic as a result. Right. I know the value of a dollar. I know how to treat customers. And um, I mean, not to blow my own horn or whatever, but but yeah, it was really, really good experience. No, I blow your own horn. <laughs> Kate was the best ceramic <laughs> saleswoman ever. I was not. I got yelled at a lot. <laughs> but um, I improved because I wanted to avoid getting yelled at, which, you know, worked for me. You know, yeah, I you improved right. as a result. Hey, whatever works. Yeah, right? I hate to, I hate to, um, put forth the idea that yelling at your employees works. <laughs> Fear motivates. Only when they're your kids. <laughs> Fear does motivate. Yeah. Fear does motivate. And yeah, you can do it when it's just your, kidding, your just kids. Kidding. Right. Yeah. yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. We're not. Yeah, probably stuff. shouldn't even do it when they're your kids. <laughs> you probably shouldn't yeah. do that ever. But yeah, I got I got better at what I what I did. So yeah. anyway. Cool. Yeah. So I like family and businesses. Alright, so we're all agreed. Hmm. Next, sneaking food into the movie theater. Awesome. Awesome. That's not even something you should have like awful or awesome. It's just like something you have to do these days. Yes. Totally. You have to, right. Yeah, the last movie I saw was um, not Daredevil, the other D1. Deadpool. Deadpool 2, thank you. Huh? And I saw it at the mall and I got this beautiful like calzone on my way in at the food court. <laughs> it was so beautiful, this calzone. <laughs> I wanted to go to Panera and get something healthy. Like a serious meal. Right. <laughs> Just carry a meal. That's not even like something you can hide under your like <laughs> I jacket I stuck it or in either. my purse. It was wrapped in foil. Huh. I just stuck it in my purse. Um, oh my gosh, I ate that. I was only going to eat like half of it, but it tasted really good. By the no, end. like. And I'm sure everybody turned around like, ooh, it I was smell one of those, calzone. No, it was one of those dining theaters. So I don't think anybody oh. noticed, which was great for Clever. me. Huh. I know, right? If I bring food into the theater or eat at one of those dining theaters, yeah. it doesn't make it past the trailers. Mm. Like, I can't, you know, like, you're talking about how you were going to leave half. Like, there's just <laughs> no way, like, I could ever have the, the strength to do that. Yeah, well, there was a waitress kind of floating around, so I couldn't eat it quickly. Mm. I had to, like, kind of surreptitiously look around and make wow, sure. Wow, so that you were really trying to, like, play it under the radar. And totally. Bad. Yeah. Totally. You know, I didn't think it was, like, that big <laughs> of a deal anymore. Like, I just thought it was, like, the kind of thing that was just totally okay. And um, I, I'm not going to name the chain. A major, major <laughs> movie chain in New Jersey stopped me cold at the door because I had a bottle of water in my, uh, what do you call it, my jacket pocket. That's crazy. And I wasn't even trying to sneak it in because it was a bottle of water. I actually fully intended to buy like the pretzel bites sure. at the end because I love the pretzel bites. Mm. Not going to say where again because now they don't deserve the, uh, nope. the promotion. <laughs> was, it, was it water or was it vodka? <laughs> Absolutely water. All right, just yeah. check. What if you were like a diabetic and you could only afford the ticket of the theater? Like you couldn't afford to buy their fancy bottle because you know it's always overpriced. What if you were to be like? I'm trying to make the connection between diabetes and not being able to afford water. No, I'm like you. You need to be hydrated. You <laughs> okay. have to stay hydrated right. for the whole. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. And, and um, the kind of water they sell is the one that has like the salt put in for taste. <gasps> so you can make the no. argument that like that's not really quenching your thirst. I, I need like that. water. Water. You should have written on the bottle. Rx. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Listen, this is my special medicine. <laughs> That'll get me arrested like immediately. It's like moonshine, like yeah. Pappy's special. Exactly. It's mountain tree. The cops show up, you're like, I swear, it's just water. <laughs> I'll pay for theirs. I'd be happy to oh at this point. Oh my god. Yeah. That would be funny. Okay. Mm. Next, last, hand dryers. And I mean hand dryers in the bathroom. Awful. Yeah. Awful. I mean, I used. To, I like the idea of saving paper. I'm all about the environment. But I heard recently that it's just blowing bacteria around. Wait. Yeah. So you're supposed to wash your hands? <laughs> <laughs> it's encouraged. Oh. I mean, <laughs> you know, I once said. I, 
one time I was at a bathroom and uh, I saw a sign that says employees must wash right. hands. Right, like you need a so sign? So I went outside and I said, man, am I glad I don't work here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bada boom. Bada boom. <laughs> no, I don't know. The, the whole bathroom thing in general, like, I hate the hand dryers. Like, I just think, like, there's so much room for innovation in the bathroom, and we just, like, haven't even gone, like, anywhere close. I like, can't what? even. Like, what are you referring well, to? Well, for example. Sure. Go ahead. Lay it on me. I want to hear I'm some I'm sorry, innovation. but I've been, like, ready for this rant. Yeah? So, <laughs> I just got back from a week in Japan. And boy, your arms are tired. Boy, my arms are tired, but right. also... Can I just tell you that the public bathrooms in Japan are immaculate. Yeah. They respect the public space like I have never seen anywhere. Also, the bathrooms here at NJBIA are very immaculate. Yes, but like if you compare the bathrooms at their airport with the bathrooms at our airport, oh. no contest. The bathrooms at our airport, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call it out. Newark International, like Newark. I was there not that long ago. I went to California, mm -hmm. and um, I went to go wash my hands, and there wasn't a single thing that had soap stocked. Like all of them were just empty. Yeah. And they had a thing. They had the guts to do this. There was a thing <laughs> on the wall with like a happy face, a neutral face, and a sad face that said "Rate this bathroom." Yeah. And I clicked that sad face like as fast as I could. I was like, absolutely, this was terrible. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. When I got back from Japan, and I had to hit the ladies' room at uh, at Newark, mm. and all but one of the, the stalls was just janky. It had toilet paper wedged on the floor, and the toilet was, like, clogged, and, like, every single... I'm like, really? With a sign, welcome People. back to New Jersey. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of that line That's from Clerks. That's what we're known for, our diners <laughs> and our horrible bathrooms. It reminded me of that line from Clerks, bunch of savages in this town. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, you okay. know I say that, like, once a week about, like, <laughs> everything like, and anything. <laughs> but not only are they clean, heated toilet seats. See, this is what I'm talking about with the innovation. Thank yeah. you. Something new. Beautiful. Heated yeah. toilet seats, a little um, white noise button so that people can't hear what you're doing on the outside of your stall. Ingenious. That Beautiful. is Beautiful. A door that goes from the ceiling to the floor so people can't see your feet. It's mm. kind of anonymous. You don't know who's in every stall. There, there are, I kid you not, bidet options. I didn't, I wasn't expecting that and it was a delight. It's, I'm, I'm not sure. going to lie to you. It was fabulous. <laughs> We had an event once at BIA where we were at, I want to say it was the APA Hotel. Yeah. And um, they're, I guess, a Japanese they're owned. They're Japanese chain. So I got to experience the heated toilet seat, and I'm with you on this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was very nice. Oh, my God, on a cold winter day. Yeah, sure. And that's just public. So I was in a public park. And, you know, the public restroom at, like, um, I don't know, in a city, it's different from, like, in a park. Okay. Right? Like, if you go to the bathroom at Central Park versus... Like, you're talking about, like, an outhouse? Like you, what you would expect, camping, I guess. I don't sure. know. Okay. Even those were clean. Wow. And the building. Japanese outhouses. <laughs> the building itself was made of like concrete and it had like a stained glass window. Okay, that's taking it to an extreme. Right? <laughs> it no, blew I'm my sure, mind. I'm sure your audience is booking flights. I would think so. Right. I would think They're that they all should. I, would I mean, for no other reason, just to check out the bathrooms. Right. They should. No, I mean, I feel like. All the innovation we put in on, like, phones, TVs, yes. cameras, you know, like, why can't we, like, take another look at the bathroom and be totally. like, all right, wadded up pieces of paper, can we do better? Can we do better? <laughs> you know? Seriously. Yeah. And, like, the whole, like, ply thing, like, they recently yeah. started, like, introducing three-ply toilet paper, and you can't use it, because, like, God forbid we put, like, three-ply toilet paper in a toilet, <laughs> it's going to clog the thing. Yeah. You know, I'm going to... God, We're living in the dark ages and we don't even know it, all right? I totally agree. That's, that's where we are. Have anyway. you ever tried the Cottonelle wipes? They're fabulous. 
fabulous, but you're yeah. not supposed to use them because the pipes and the environment yeah. and all that. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I just... 500 years from now, people are going to be looking back at this time <laughs> and they're going to be like, how did they live? Like, how did they live? Bunch I didn't know you do bathroom discussions on this podcast. Though. We have Where never. You, this is the first time. I'm sorry, Fred. <laughs> New oh, ground every time. <laughs> I know, right? Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no apologies. This is a conversational podcast. The conversation goes where the conversation goes. It's true. It's true. All right. Well, speaking of conversation and Thunderdome, we're, sure. we're adding, um, we're changing things up a little bit again. So not only are we moving from Friday to Wednesday, but we're adding a kind of a new little segment mm. following off Laura Awesome. And Vinny, I think you're going to take it away. Oh, yeah. yes, that's right. Okay. It's so, your bit. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's not your bit, but it's uh, your line in yeah. the in the script. Yes, because Kate printed the script and handed it to me. Because and I wrote the script, the it's thing, your line. Vin is going to answer this. You're so, welcome. Fred, what's one piece of advice you'd give your younger self? Um, probably pay more attention in school. Really? Pay more attention in school? Yeah, yeah. Probably. I don't know. I don't know why that comes to mind. I guess because I didn't. Because <laughs> um, your dad was always like, you're having a good time? You're having a good time. <laughs> right, right. You're having a good time, that's what counts. But um, I don't really know. That's that, that's a tough one because, again, I, I feel like I'm very lucky uh, mm. with my my family and my health and, and all of that. But... Um, yeah, I guess, you know, I guess learn learning more, reading more. I'm not a good reader, and I would probably want to read more. Uh, you know, you, go ahead. Audible? You're you, probably yeah. the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to say the same thing. Have you ever heard of a company called Audible? Of course, in Newark, sure. Yes, in Newark. Yeah, so you can listen to audiobooks now. You don't have to read. You yeah, can listen my son encourages. But I don't and with all have, the time you spend in the car. I, mean, I know. Yeah, I don't have time to, to do that. I'd rather listen to my blues music. Sure. Oh. I, I think I, I reached the reason I got into Audible was I reached a point where I was so sick of my own music. Not sick of, but just tired of listening to the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. And I've, I've gotten to this point in my life. I'm so old. Like, I'm very, like, get off my lawn. I haven't <laughs> deliberately sought out new music in, like, a half a decade. Sometimes <laughs> it finds me, like, yeah. if I'm listening to movies or something and, yeah. like, you hear something. But, like, otherwise I'm just like, yeah, I've got my music and me I'm too. done. So <laughs> I rarely, rarely buy new music. And it's if I do, it's because it found me. Yeah. Not because I found it. Well, so yeah, at some yeah. point I was just like, I started listening to podcasts and then like I started listening to audiobooks and you know now I'm like halfway through with the Harry Potter franchise yeah. and that's going to take me clear to the end of the next decade based on the run times <laughs> of those things. So well, yeah, I'm I, tied I think, up like, for the long. greatest thing is that Alexa thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you just tell her to play music, a specific music or mm -hmm. music like, a, you know, mm -hmm. we like to have like a lot of piano music going in the house and soothing and I everything. I love piano music. What yeah. kind of piano music? Uh, well, actually, there's a, there's a Korean artist, uh, Ymira. Ymira? Yeah. Or no, Yuruma. That's it. Yuruma. Yuruma. But they pronounce it Iruma, but it's Y. Yuruma. Hmm. All right. Very good uh, piano, very soothing and everything. I like that. And it's great when, when my wife Debbie is yelling at me. I love <laughs> having that peaceful music in the background. Hmm. That's great. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Alexa, like I, I've accidentally found so much music through Alexa just because it does not understand what I'm telling it half the time. Like, you know, like I'll tell it to play one thing, and it's like, oh, did you want to hear this totally different thing? Right, like, like a rap artist. Mm -hmm. All right, I mean, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> you know, tell me what that is, and I'll buy it. Yeah, there's a, a British artist named Dua Lipa, and I mm -hmm. didn't know how to pronounce her name for a long time, but she's got one song that I really love, and so I would try to ask it to play that song, and I would get 
all kinds of other stuff. Hmm. It's terrible. I thought you were gonna say like you asked it to do something else, it came up with that, and so because you don't know what that is, you're asking it to do the thing <laughs> that it got wrong every no. time, just no. to bring that up. But li li on serious, uh, serious satellite radio, Bluesville. That's that's Bluesville. Have that on all, right. all the time. Yeah. Love cool. the blues. I say up. to my wife, when you live my life, you love the blues. <laughs> and she goes, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, so uh, you told us before what you do with Brody Business Development. I know mm -hmm. that that's not all that you do. I know you're very involved in your town. Can you talk a little bit about yes. uh, all the stuff that you do on the side, too, in addition to... Yeah, well, I, I like uh, getting involved. I like knowing what's going on. Um, I used to live, uh, we were in Long Branch. I was very involved in Rotary at that point. That was one of the last things that I actually spoke to my father about before he passed away, was getting involved in Rotary. So I was there for quite a while. Um, and on the Board of Adjustment in Long Branch, then when we moved to Ocean Township, um, I uh, got onto the planning board and uh, now I chair the Environmental Commission, and I'm the Environmental Commission liaison to the planning board. Nice. And I also uh, started with the Big Brothers program. Started that in uh, in August, and I have a I have a little brother who's 15 and six foot two. Oh wow! <laughs> so he's my little brother. But um, you're pretty tall. How tall are you? Yeah, yeah I, I used to be six foot. Uh, and now those. it's like 5'11". Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm 69, I'm you know, shrinking. Drink your milk. Public yeah, service right. announcement, right? Uh, happens <laughs> with the best of us. Try when you're 5'0". Yeah. Uh. Start to shrink and you're... That's just sad. <laughs> yeah, but I like, I like yeah. giving back to the community and getting involved and... Uh, um, yeah, so it's cool. fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Very cool. All right. So I guess that's our show? I think it might be our show, unless there's anything else you want to... No, share? that's it. Just, you know, wishing everybody a good holiday season. We great. had a great Hanukkah. Yeah, my daughter came home, my granddaughter came home from college. And Fun! We had last night of Hanukkah on Sunday, all, the whole family, so it was uh, nice. very nice. Very yeah. cool. And you guys do a great job. And, Thank you. And, and BIA does <laughs> a great, great job. We I, think so. I just love everybody. And, uh, uh, just coming off of the forum, mm -hmm. uh, the public know, policy forum. Yeah, yeah, last week, uh, very very interesting, well attended, and yes. um, yeah, and oh yeah, and I'm also I knew there was something else I wanted to mention. I'm also an ambassador, an NJBIA right. ambassador. So how can people get in touch with you if they want to say hello? Um, my website www.brodybd.com. All right, Fred at, or yeah, .com. And, uh, yeah, the ambassador program is really, really good. Uh, what does it do? Uh, well, it, it's a way to, to engage peer-to-peer. I mean, I peer know. To peer. <laughs> no, I, For the sake of the people on the <laughs> No, you don't know. Yeah. Um, no, I totally don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a way, it's a peer-to-peer -peer engagement. So this way, uh, even though they're joining an organization of, what, 19,000 yeah. members, uh, they select, uh, uh, you know, they've uh, gone through this process of, of, of asking people to become ambassadors. So uh, every month we reach out to the new members and say, hey, you know, I'm a fellow member, if you'd like to speak to me yeah. personally about, uh, about the organization, or you could even, they allow us to bring guests uh, to some of the events, great. and it's a great uh, icebreaker. That's awesome. So yeah, so I like that. I like that. So when you join, you're not just thrown to the the sea of nineteen thousand other people. You have right. ambassadors who can help you kind of meet people, connect you in. That's awesome. 
That's, That's amazing. Right. It and really is. It's great. And BIA always encourage you, encourages you to share, you know, share your ideas and your thoughts. You know, uh, uh, Michelle has, has done a great job here. Michelle Sakarka. Uh -huh. Yeah, Michelle Sakarka. And uh, yeah, I mean, again, I, I joined in uh, in '85. I think Joe Gonzalez was was wow. president then. And uh, yeah, so it's come a long way. A lot, a lot of stuff has happened, but. Uh, yeah, I know it sounds like I'm giving them a commercial, but I mean it heartfelt. That's that, awesome. That no, a, we appreciate it's it. It's a great organization. It's a great testimonial. I like it. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think that's our show. Awesome. Thank you to our listeners, especially the subscribers. We appreciate the support. Thank you to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group, the official sponsor of the show. They do home, auto, and workers' comp, so check them out. And thank you to Fred Brody of Brody Business Development thank for you. coming on the show and uh, joining us today. We appreciate that. And we'll see you next time. Later. Bye. Thank you.